0: Hello again, everybody, and welcome to Gamecock Central Podcast. Emerson Phillips with Gamecock great Joe Rett, Carolina, an 85-73 loser to number one-ranked Tennessee tonight in Knoxville. The Vols are now 23-1. and They're 11-0 and in the SEC for the first time ever, and they extend their school-longest winning streak to 19 ball games. Joe, Carolina didn't play bad tonight, you know, 14 of 23 from three. A season-high 14 threes for the Gamecock, 61% from downtown, but once they fell behind double digits, Joe, they really never got back in the ball game. They never cut it to single digits.
1: They never could, and this, this shows why and I believe it and most people really believe in that. This Tennessee team is the number one team in the country right now. Uh, we spoke about this before that they are so balanced. They can beat you off the dribble. Um, they can play inside. They can play outside. They shoot three. Every time Carolina, anybody they've been playing this year, make runs, they always have a counter. and This team is really peaking. This team is really playing good, and and looking at the numbers, if I saw this, if I saw that we shot six percent from three, or sixty-one percent from three, and we lost by twelve, I wouldn't believe it. Yeah. You know, they shot extremely well. Um, Lawson and Campbell—they both shot the ball well. You see, the seniors played really good tonight and tried to carry it, but uh, unfortunately, the young guys didn't play that well tonight.
0: Yeah, Trey Campbell, five of five from three. He led the Gamecocks with nineteen points. He's a grad student transfer. From Georgetown, Chris Silva, 17 and 15 for the Gamecocks. And Asani Gravitt hit his first three threes off the bench tonight. He was four of six from downtown, 15 points for Gravit. But as you mentioned, Joe, nine for A.J. Lawson, five for Keyshawn Bryant, these two freshman guards that have been getting better as the season goes on and have been such a big part of the Gamecocks' success in the conference. Just not big nights tonight for either one of them. So Tennessee made nine threes. They were nine of 20. And Tennessee had five players in double figures, Joe. Grant Williams, the SEC Player of the Year was not one of them. He had eight points tonight. Admiral Schofield led Tennessee with 21 points, 10 rebounds. And Joe, when you got the SEC Player of the Year and you got five players on your team that scored more points than him, it gives you an idea of Tennessee's depth. They were just real sharp in the half court offense. It was dunks and threes and layups pretty much the whole game for them.
1: I don't care what kind of defense you throw at Tennessee, you can't speed them up. They're a veteran team, they got a lot of experience. And they do not do anything fancy. They just play good basketball. They move the basketball extremely well. Is this is a very unselfish team, and the way they move the ball is so methodical out there. And, it, and you can just tell that this the experience that they have. Nothing, nobody they haven't seen anything. They they've seen everything that you can throw at them. So uh, whatever you try to throw at them, they they are prepared. This is a really really good team, and I look forward to seeing this team make a run in the uh, NCAA.
0: Gamecocks hung tough. They competed for 40 minutes tonight, but just outclassed by the top team in the country. Tennessee 11-0 for the first time ever in SEC play. And Joe, they're winning these games, these conference games, by an average margin of 16.6 per game. They're not just beating people, they're blowing people out. Frank Martin said going into the game that Tennessee is old and they beat you up meaning that they're a veteran team and they play very physical. So we saw that. That was on full display tonight. And I thought it was interesting, after the game, Admiral Schofield said that Tennessee was sloppy. He said they came to play, but they were sloppy on offense and defense at times, and they need to pay more attention to, quote, mental details. I thought that was interesting. Tennessee, number one in the land, but not at all content with this 12-point win over a scrappy South Carolina team tonight. Tennessee, the top assist team in the country. They had 22 tonight, and their only loss was in overtime against number two-ranked Kansas back in the fifth game of the season at the NIT season tip-off in Brooklyn. Kansas was ranked number two in the country at that time, beat Tennessee in overtime there, and the Vols have won 19 straight since. So, we thought that this might be a trap game for the Volunteers. I asked you on our last podcast, could this be a trap game for Tennessee? We had hoped that it might be, but so much for that theory.
1: I thought it would be. You know, I'm going to tell you what, my theory on that now, By Kentucky losing last night to LSU, I, I, that that just made those guys a little bit more focused. Uh, Kentucky probably lost that game. They probably was looking ahead because they are so young. And this Tennessee team is so old and they're so experienced. They were not going to let that happen tonight. And I was hoping that um, we can – catch them in a trap game where they're looking past us and maybe looking forward to Kentucky. But uh, I think that Kentucky lost last night, kind of opened their eyes and said, hey, we can actually lose the game. Let's not look over South Carolina because we got Kentucky coming up. But a tough team. But, um, again, that's why they're number one.
0: Tennessee at Kentucky coming up Saturday night at 8 p.m. It'll be the first time since 2003 that the SEC has got a top-five national matchup It was number two, Kentucky, number three, Florida, 16 years ago in 2003. Uh, This time around, it'll be number one, Tennessee, at number five, Kentucky. Now, Kentucky did lose last night on that controversial tip-in by LSU. A lot of folks felt it was a goaltend, and it was not called, strangely enough, at Rupp Arena. But Tennessee beat Kentucky two (laughs) out of three last year. And there's talk now with Kentucky into the top five that the SEC could end up with two number one seeds possibly in the NCAA tournament. That would probably require a Kentucky home win over Tennessee this Saturday and then both teams to keep winning uh, through the SEC tournament. So we'll see what happens there. For the Gamecocks, in the last eight games, Joe, two losses to number one Tennessee, a blowout loss at number five, Kentucky. The Gamecocks lost at Oklahoma State in the SEC Big 12 Challenge and wins over 16th-ranked Auburn at Georgia and that comeback win last Saturday against Arkansas. So that sets up South Carolina hosting Texas A&M this Saturday at the Colonial Life Arena. It'll be at 1 p.m. on the SEC Network. A&M, an interesting story, Joe. They're 10-13 and 13 overall, 3-8 in the league. So you look at A&M on paper and you say, well, this team's not very good. But A&M has battled some injuries this year, and they've started to get healthy of late here, Joe. They're starting to get some people back, and they've actually won their last two games in conference. They started 1-8 and eight in league play, but they've come back to win their last two by 9 at Missouri. And by 17 at home against Georgia this past Saturday, that was A&M's first home win in conference this year. But, Joe, you go back to earlier in the year, A&M won at Alabama. You know, Bama, a lot of folks think is a tournament team, or certainly at least mm-hmm. on the bubble for the tournament. And yeah. A&M beat uh, Kansas State in the SEC Big 12 Challenge, and K-State leads the Big 12 by a game and a half right now.
1: That would tell you the team is, is, is pretty good. And they, Like you said earlier, they were, uh, they're were they battling some injuries, and uh, some of those guys are coming back. So even though they, they've beaten – um, their last two games were against bottom tier, against Georgia and Missouri. Yeah. Uh, same teams that we beat this year, so it's not a big deal. So uh, it should be an evening mass game. And hopefully our whole crowd will hold court and be very loud and, and help cheer us to a victory on Saturday against this Texas a and team.
0: Yeah, Gamecocks coming off an incredibly difficult stretch of games here. I mentioned the two losses to number one, Tennessee, fifth-ranked Kentucky, and a win over 16th-ranked Auburn. So need a big turnout Saturday at the CLA for South Carolina, Texas A&M. A&M blew out Georgia by 17 in college station this past weekend. And they got 37 points off the bench from their guard combination of J.J. Chandler and TJ Stark. Stark's had 19. Chandler had 18. And it was 15 points and 15 rebounds for the big man for AM. He's from Lagos, Nigeria. His name is Christian Mekawulu. 15 and 15 for him. <laughs> And he'll he'll be a good matchup on the inside with Chris Silva, Joe. You know, this kid's got a nice uh, hook shot that he's developed over the years and a real wide base down low. This kid's physical.
1: It doesn't get any easier for Chris. It seems like every game he's battling one of these big men that's inside. And he, he's been holding court lately, you know. It's, there were several games he got a foul. Court, but, you know, he played well tonight against Tennessee. He had 17 and 15. It it's just tells you how good this conference is right now. We got great guard play, uh, great big men that Chris Chris and – Mike Cozart have to battle on every night, and also, of course, can't forget that the coaching level that this conference has right now is is on a supreme high. And that's why the NCAA uh, is quoting we should have eight to nine teams because we have better coaches now, and better coaches bring better players. So this is a tough conference, and um, I just look forward to each game right now because we got what seven games left in the conference. Uh, That's right. All of them winnable. We got with their very winnable games mm-hmm. because two of our two of our toughest opponents will we we'll have at home. So, hopefully we'll, you know, hold serve on, on, on Saturday and take each game one game at a time.
0: A has got three separate three-game losing streaks since about the middle of December, but again, they won at Alabama and they beat Kansas State in the SEC Big 12 Challenge and they've won their last two in conference play. So, the Aggies are 10 and 13, 3 and 8 in the league. And that sets up the final seven here, Joe, with A&M at home Saturday. Then the Gamecocks will host Ole Miss at home on Tuesday. And Ole Miss, the surprise story in the conference this year, Joe, they were picked to finish dead last in the league by the media during the preseason. And right now Ole Miss 6-4 and four in the league and just a half a game behind the Gamecocks for fourth place in the SEC standings. And Ole Miss playing at Auburn as we record on this Wednesday night. I've got the Auburn-Ole Miss game on Right now, Ole Miss had a six-point lead very early in that contest. So, Ole Miss coming up on Tuesday night, Joe. But you mentioned all seven of these final games could be winnable for South Carolina. On paper, they certainly are.
1: Certainly are. Certainly are. Uh, again, um, uh, we got, I, I, I want to say, the toughest stretch without, you know, playing the number one team twice, playing Kentucky, going to Oklahoma State recently. Now we can, like, um, I want to say we we playing hard. We're playing hard regardless of who we play, but now we want to, see some success, we want to go to the postseason, we need to handle our business. So, win these games and, you know, we can go win these seven. I mean, anything can happen. We can win these seven and we can be 14 and, what, four in the conference. Hey, NCAA is going to have to give us a shot. It's a long shot, but I think it can happen.
0: People told me all week that the only way the Gamecocks are getting in the NCAA tournament is if they win the SEC tournament, and I still just do not agree with that, Joe. I think the Gamecocks can still get in without winning the SEC tournament. Maybe I'm dead wrong and obviously they're going to have to win just about everything else the rest of the way to get in. But like you said, if they went out and they're 14-4 and four in the league, that would put them at 19-12. and 12. The Gamecocks, I would think, have got to be in consideration for the NCAA tournament. Let me give you the last seven here. A&M this Saturday at home, Ole Miss Tuesday at home, the following Saturday at Mississippi State. We know the hump has been a very difficult place for the Gamecocks to win, so that will be a tall order. Uh-oh. Bama comes to the CLA after that. Bama – Right now, one of the two teams over five hundred in the league with Ole Miss, and then the last three are against teams that are under five hundred at Missouri, at Texas A and M, and home against the Georgia Bulldogs, which are one in ten in the league. And that game will be on March the ninth, the regular season finale, and then the SEC tournament will get underway. So, Joe, a lot of basketball left here. The team can't look ahead; they got to focus on A and M. But I think it's worth a discussion here on Gamecock Central Radio and on the Gamecock Central Podcast that the Gamecocks, in my opinion, can still get in the tournament. That's what it's all about, Joe. It's not about getting into the NIT. It's about making the big dance. This is college basketball. If you're not in the big dance, you're not in the game.
1: You're exactly right. And uh, I enjoyed so much. Two years ago, when we won that miraculous run, and it was, I mean, podcast, talking of sports, just the buzz around Columbia was so great talking about this team like, two years ago. So it would be nice, you know, to get back in. And then I would like to see us get in every year. So it would be extremely nice to get back in it so we can continue this podcast and continue to pump up South Carolina basketball.
0: All right, Gamecocks got Texas A&M Saturday at 1. Hope you can make it out to the CLA to support the Gamecocks. Frank Martin, I still contend, one of the top coaches in the country. And the Gamecocks are very Absolutely. fortunate. Yeah, fortunate to have him. And it's a young Gamecock team with a couple of veterans and Chris Silva and Mike Coatsar, and Hassani Gravit as well. Uh, this group starting to come together, coming off a tough loss at number one-ranked Tennessee. So it's 1 o'clock Saturday on the SEC Network with the Gamecocks and the Aggies. For my man Joe Rett, I'm Emerson Phillips. Thanks for being with us for the Gamecock Central Podcast.
1: With the Lucky Lands Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.